The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, today we hear Jesus speak the beautiful words of this prayer that he taught us. Our Father, already praying those words, Our Father tells us the nature of this prayer is not a selfish prayer. We don't say, My Father. We say, Our Father. And these opening words of the prayer that Jesus taught us remind us that we cannot stand before God if we are not in communion with our brothers and sisters. After the prayer, we are told, for if you forgive men their trespasses, God will forgive you. If you do not forgive men their trespasses, God will not forgive you. And this is a fundamental aspect of our faith, forgiveness. For many people waltz and praise the Lord and do all wondrous things, but they have one enemy. Yes, we do have enemies or people who do not like us because they do not like us. But the Our Father and the message of Jesus today is touching the people that we have a problem with, the people that we don't like. We cannot stand before God and have unforgiveness towards even one person. That's the challenge of the Christian message. What is forgiveness then? What do we understand by forgiveness? Is it forgive and forget? I believe that we have to forgive people who have hurt us, especially the difficult situations that we cannot forget. We have to remind ourselves daily that we have forgiven them. Very often in a fight or a, a quarrel or an argument, people begin to bring up things from the past. Is that forgiveness? Forgiveness in the eyes of God is Wiping the slate clean. And even when your anger rises and that person does something else, not to bring up what they have done in the past. This is the most difficult task of the Christian, forgiveness. Some of us think we have forgiven, but we have merely just cut off people and not forgiven them. 
don't want them in our sight. We think we have forgiven them, but we really haven't. Because every argument, every status update we place, every Facebook message always somehow refers to what they have done. If you cannot go to church because in your presence are people who have hurt you and you prefer to go somewhere else because it's easier to worship, have you really forgiven them? If you cannot be in the same company or the same chat group or organization with people because you think you are better than them, have you really forgiven them? Has that situation overcome you? Or have you overcome that situation? Today's gospel is a very important one. For many of us, uh, many of us make this mistake. We ignore people, we cut them out, but we haven't forgiven them. And if you have not forgiven them, Jesus says, your Father in heaven will not forgive you. God will not forgive us. We pray in the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others. There's a condition there. If you forgive, if I forgive those who have hurt me, then, Lord, forgive me. If I have not forgiven them, then don't forgive me, Lord. So we have to think hard this message, this gospel. Amen. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So on the solemnity of the Sacred Heart, dear brothers and sisters, we are reminded right from the beginning, as Moses said to the people in the book of Deuteronomy, the prophecy, the love of God upon his people. Moses reminded them, the Lord did not choose them because of their number, because among the other nations, there were a few. He chose them, and as the Word of God said, He chose them because He loved them. 
It's a very powerful statement because it's continued also in the second reading from the letter of St. John, the first letter of St. John, and also in the Gospel. It's all about love. He chose them because he loves them. Very often, it's difficult for us to understand these words, especially when God places us in a difficult situation. You need a lot of convincing to know that you are chosen because God loves you. And that's our first reaction. Whenever God gives us something that is difficult, painful, stressful, anxiety-filled, we ask him, well, what have we done wrong? Why is this happening to me? In fact, that's many people's prayer today. Why is this happening to me? And some of us, we can search our souls and look to see what we have done wrong to offend God. Is it really an offense before God that he allows us to suffer something or places us in a difficult situation? The word of God today is challenging us that that heart continues to love us. And that's the message of the sacred heart. The ongoing, full, outpouring, gracious love of God, freely given. And as difficult as it is for us to understand this love, we know that, God knows that it's for our good. I'm reminded of a situation a few years ago when a child who was neglected in many ways um, was reunited with her father. Um, through certain situations, the father did not know that it was, that he had a child or that it was his child. But through research and fact-finding, some of the members of the family proved somehow that this is his child. And on first sight of meeting the child, you could see she was in a very neglected situation, lack of care and love. And what uh, amazed me was meeting her the Saturday and her spending one, just one night with her new family and the difference. In a short space of time, in hours, everything in her changed. Her, counter, her countenance, you could see the smile. You could see this person has been loved. She's realized in a short space of time that these people who have come to my rescue actually love me. And I remember this story because the same goes for us. When we realize how much God loves us, everything will change. Everything. Many saints are who they are today because they realized how much God loves them. They didn't use the love of God as a, a reason or an excuse to continue their life of sin. 
because of the love of God, they realized they have sinned and they got up. And they started to enjoy that love on God's terms. And that's the message of the Sacred Heart. The minute we know how much God loves us, everything will change. We pray for that grace today.